we've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com. Is of course the Red Hot Chili Peppers with Dark Necessities. They're performing at the Grammys with Post Malone. Yeah, I did not watch a, a second of the Grammys last night. I never do. But Anthony takes his shirt off. Surprisingly, <laughs> right? Shockingly. And my daughter's like, "Oh!" And we're like, "Dude, he took his shirt off way thirty years ago." Thirty. <laughs> and then I told them about the cover of the Rolling Stone with the socks, and they were like, "Why is everybody always nude on Rolling Stone?" <laughs> Because it's supposed to be. That's right. It was, but, but remember that though, when they were. Right. No, that, I remember. Sure. Yeah. That yeah. and the Rage, Debbie... against, Rage Against the Machine did it on stage. Uh, had the PMRC written on their chest back in the day. You know, but, the fight against the Parents Music Resource Center. I think it was called. Uh, you know, Tipper Gore the and labeling the, the labeling. Uh, you know, the socks and, and the nakedness. Dee Snyder going and speaking in front of Congress. Demi Moore pregnant to the side when the, she was naked. No, that yeah. was a big deal too. Top reasons you did not watch the Grammys. I don't think any of us did. Gene, did. you did, right? I did. Well, you got kids. So they care about that crap. Uh, top the, reasons uh, you didn't watch the Grammys, Shaw. You don't think the Grammys properly represent what's new and relevant in music. Plus, you had tickets to an Eddie Money concert. <laughs> <laughs> Something else going on. That's funny. Top reasons you did not watch the Grammys. You tried to watch, but Post Malone made you feel like showering. So yeah, that's true. That meme of Marky Mark letting him that homeless guy eat in his restaurant. <laughs> it's Post Malone. <laughs> Kills me. Uh, top reasons you didn't watch the Grammys. You liked Lady Gaga better when she was dressing as an alien half lobster, showing up in an anatomically correct amniotic sack, as opposed to you know all decked out and. Wasn't, didn't she wear meat? Was that the Grammys? The meat dress? Meat dress. Lady Gaga wore a meat dress. Or was yeah. it the uh, American Music Awards? One of them. One of the two. Uh, you're too busy burning old yearbooks of yourself in blackface. Oh, too soon. Uh, no? Top reasons you didn't watch the Grammys. Your occur is more Steve Carell than Cardi B. <laughs> I got people that do that. They they say yeet, and I'm like, what the hell is a yeet? And then I had to look it up, and I'm like, it's nothing. There's It's just a <laughs> word you made up so you could say it. <laughs> It's kind of like back in the 90s when we go, whoop, whoop, yeah. you know? As we Didn't eat. mean anything. Just no, just fun sound to make. Yeah, and then there's all sorts of plurals of yeeting. You get yeeted. Did you get yeeted, Shaw? Have you been yeeted? I, 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 not not to my knowledge. <laughs> Top reasons you didn't watch the Grammys because you have 3D TV and Dolly Parton terrifies you. That's <laughs> I thought that was good. Coming right at you. Nine to five. What a way to make a living. Top reasons you didn't watch the Grammys. Your R. Kelly and now is not a good time <laughs> to be streaming. That's <laughs> true. See what I did there. Uh, as a Lakers fan, you witness enough ugliness oh, at the Staples Center. <laughs> Other reasons you did not watch a moment of the Grammys last night. You never heard of that comedian they got to host, Alicia Keys. <laughs> Be funny. Be more funny. She did a good job. Uh, you refuse to watch until they give a lifetime achievement award to right said Fred. <laughs> He's too sexy for a shirt. You're over the age of 25, so you've heard of zero of the nominees. That's about right. That tends to be the case with the uh, people of our ilk. Last but not least, Shaw, the top reasons you did not watch the Grammys. Your kids get annoyed when you keep asking them, who's that? Who's that? Which one is that? The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Jennifer Aniston, 50 years young today, Shaw. So factor bullcrap, celebrities 
who are 50 edition. It's hard to tell sometimes. Here we go. Jen's former co-star Matthew Perry is over 50. Is that fact or is that bullcrap? I'm going to say bullcrap. Not yet. Turns 50 this August. Out of the six main cast members, he's now the only one under 50. Mm. Lisa Kudrow, 55. Courtney Cox, 54. David Schwimmer, 52. Matt LeBlanc, 51. And, of course, Jennifer Aniston, 50 today. Matthew Perry, the only young one there left. One for one, Shaw. Back to bullcrap. Celebs over 50 edition. Will Smith has already celebrated his 50th birthday. Is that fact or bullcrap? I would say that's fact. Hoo-ah! Turned 50 back in September. Didn't Just he Didn't he bungee jump or something or jump out of a plane for his birthday? Something like that. Two for two, Shaw. You didn't think you were going to do so well, but now you're doing really well. So far. Factor bull crap. I heard her swear on the radio, on like terrestrial radio the other, last week. She was down in... Uh, she was down in Atlanta for the Super Bowl, and she stopped in to talk to the guys uh, on the radio, the the sports talk station sure. I listened to, and, and they got wasn't... they got her husband Donnie Wahlberg on the phone, and she for, she has a serious XM radio show of her own, and you can swear there, oh. and she didn't remember that, so she's dropping the S bomb, and they are like, "Look, you can't. It's not it's time, not, out, time, it's out, time not, out. It's on satellite. You can't swear." Uh, Jenny McCarthy is over fifty. Is that fact or bullcrap? Jenny McCarthy. Um, I'm gonna say bullcrap. 46. She'll be 47 in November. God, I was laughing. (laughs) What are you doing, lady? Oh, man. Back to bullcrap. Celebs over 50 edition. As Jennifer Aniston turns 50 today. Jamie Foxx is over 50. Oh, boy. He's got to be right around there. Um, I'm going to say fact. Turned 51 in December, Shaw. 51. Jamie Foxx. You're four for four, Shaw. How are you feeling? Um, yeah, not good. You should be feeling pretty good. You got all of them right so far. Last one, Shaw. It's a tough one. Ooh. Celebrity edition uh, of uh, Factor Bullcrap here. Celebs over 50. First lady, Melania Trump, is over 50. Is that fact or is that bullcrap? Uh, be careful, you damn liberal. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that... Wait, wait, Tell me. ask me the question again. Factor Bullcrap. Yeah. First lady, Melania Trump, is over, over 50. 50. I'm going to say bullcrap. Man, I'll tell you, it's one of the craziest wow. things. You did it. You did it, Sean. She is 46. She'll be 49 or 48. She'll be 49 in April. Yeah, she skipped three years. Uh, 48. She'll be 49 in April. President Trump, by the way, will be 73, 73 in June. Yeah, a little bit of an age difference. Here. A little bit. That's all right, though. Mm-hmm. All right. You got them all right, Sean. Wow. You're perfect. You know your celebrity age. Go home now. Yeah. Take the rest of the day off. Thank you, sir. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. I've said it for a long, long time, Gene, that comedy on Friday nights is a great first date idea. Not a ton of conversation because there's comedians. So there's not the pressure is off. Casual, laughter, food, drinks. There's some entertainment there. You don't have to make a lot of conversation. You can talk about what was funny afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And you can see what a person's uh, sense of humor Mm -hmm. is like, you know, find out what they laugh at, what they don't laugh at, and. If it doesn't sync up with what you find funny, then maybe it's not meant to be. A lot of people taking your advice this Friday, comedy full. Yeah, so not surprised. Look ahead if you're going on one of those dates and and pick a pick a Friday and and buy your tickets. Comedy on Friday nights in the Blues Lounge over at Piggy's. By the way, that is one of the five first date ideas for V Day that won't be awkward. Is go to a comedy club, ah. not forced to interact the entire time. Good opportunity to see if your senses of humor match up before you go out on another date. Um, it's yeah. fun and it's very casual for the most part. 
you know, you're not getting super dressed up in a tux or anything like that. You're it's just, in public. Yep. So other people around. Yeah. Uh, karaoke. Don't even need to sing. You just go people watch. Well, people watch. The people watching. My wife and I do that a lot, but uh, uh, after a while, if you're feeling it, you could always do a duet together maybe or just get up there. Maybe you got pipes. Maybe you want to show off a talent that you have. Another date that you could go on, date idea for Valentine's Day that won't be awkward, museum. Gives you uh, an option to talk to each other about uh, some stuff. It's interesting. As opposed to just interpersonal mm-hmm. stuff like, oh, wow, I like that, or this is cool, or oh, that reminds me of that. Up. Oh, you know? I'm into history. I'm yep. into this. Oh, I saw this in a book I read yeah. or whatever, you know. Uh, a comedy club, uh, bowling or ice skating. Again, fun, activity. casual activity. A um, little bit of physical contact maybe occurring, you know, possibly. These are uh, five first date ideas for Valentine's Day, which is this Thursday. That uh, won't be awkward. Last one, arcade. See, this is all fun stuff. Playful, competitive. Yep. Childhood memories, maybe. You know, all sorts of different variations on games. I saw, I think, was a couple, a young couple on a first date or at least close at the jump park. Yeah. Having fun. Having fun. A little bit of physical contact. Yep. Yep. Kind of. Get the blood going. Laughing and goofing around. Laughing and goofing around, yep. Potential for injury, you know. Always good. <laughs> you might create a memory that, you know, when you get married. Remember that's our first date. You know that we went to that stupid jump park and you broke your face. You know what I mean? It could be one of those things. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. And now it's time for another episode of One Minute Inside a Woman's Head. How can I not have a date this year for Valentine's Day? What kind of dating drought am I going through that not one of the guys I'm stringing along for free food and drinks haven't yet reached out to take me out for the overly hyped, overly priced Valentine's Day? I've checked all my social media and nothing. Well, it looks like I better start posting some sexy pics, or as I call them, provocative ads to get dates. I might as well face it. Having a Valentine's date has many advantages, like having a story to brag about the next day at work. Oh, except the time that guy gave me one of those Jane Seymour necklaces he saw on TV. Oh, or the guy who gave me the five-gallon tin filled with different popcorns because I mentioned once that I liked popcorn. Or the guy... Okay, I should stop. Maybe I'm better off without a date. And that was another episode of One Minute Inside a Woman's Head. I don't know, man. I would like to get a popcorn tin every year. <laughs> I gotta be honest, uh, I don't right. even really like popcorn right. that much. It'd be nice if somebody just thought of me all that, you know, like every year. Like, here you go, here's a popcorn Especially tin. if it's the one with the fighter one. Yeah, oh. with the cheese, and then there's caramel, and then the regular. Did I ever, and did the I ever tell you my like, story about that? What, do you eat just one? No, so so I worked for a radio station, Rock 101 in Manchester, New Hampshire, uh, years do? ago before I came here, Shaw. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a concert down at, uh, at the Fleet Center, which is the old Boston Garden, obviously. Uh, and uh, I think it was a Metallica show, actually. And we, so I went down there with a buddy of mine. Well, I got sweet tickets. Okay. Because we worked for because we were owned by Clear Channel. So Clear Channel had a suite in the Fleet Center. So here you are, big rollers. Right. And I and I had no idea that like how pimped out it was. We show up. It was me and my buddy Mike. We get there and and it's all it's all decked out, right? So I've been in a suite before, obviously, but like beer fridge stocked to the gills. 
tons of food. It was all laid out. It was all, you know, catered and everything. And we're the only two in there, right? We had a private bathroom. We had a TV. We had, like, the seats Freeze. inside. Okay. We had the seats outside on the balcony. So I'm just, chill- like, for an hour, me and him are in there. We're just chowing down chicken fingers and pizza and beers, and we're going at it, right? You weren't supposed to be there, were you? All of a sudden, <laughs> door, no, no, all of a sudden, door opens up, and there's this whole crew of people that come in. And this one guy, who's obviously, like, a, another radio dude, he's like, hey, who the hell are you? And I'm like, hey, I'm Brian from Rock 101. What's going on? He's like, well, I'm so-and-so from this radio station. I'm like, oh, hey, man, what's going on? He's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, well, I got these tickets from my boss. And he says, mm-hmm. he says, well, that's not right. You're not supposed to be here. I'm like, well, I'm sorry, dude. And, of course, we had ate, like, all right. the this food. And, this was a contest for these people, these winners. And I'm here chowing and drinking all the beer with my buddy. Drink. So he got all pissed off at me. Hey, and he was on the phone the then. whole time calling his boss. And, he, and he's complaining and whatever. So to to bite my nose, to spite my face, there was one of those hockey. Uh, it was a, it was Big one of those popcorn yeah. tubs, the, the divider ones. Yeah, we dumped out all the popcorn and stuffed it full of beers and took it and left. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so we got about thirty beers out of that thing and left those guys high and dry. But well, at least they got the popcorn. If they even if they had to eat they it off the, the floor, floor. no, we threw it in the trash. We, oh, we yeah. made sure they weren't going to enjoy it. But the greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Born on this day in 1809, lived until 1865, until he was shot by John Wilkes Booth in that theater, Shaw. Mm -hmm. 16th president of the United States of America. He's the face on the penny and the $5 bill. He also said, party on, dudes, and Bill and Ted's (laughs) excellent adventure. Abraham Lincoln. What do you know about Abe Lincoln, Shaw? Uh, well, he was the 16th president of the United States, generally regarded as one of our finest presidents ever, brought an end to slavery. Yeah. Had some heated debates mm-hmm. back in the day. You ever read some of those, the insults that they, mm. boy, some high-class insults, man. He was, lawyer, he was very good at them, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lawyer by trade. Mole, had a big mole, 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 mole on his face, Shaw, the beard, the top hat. Yes. Here's some things you probably Tall. did not know about Tall. Abraham Lincoln, though. Okay. Some things you probably didn't know about Abe Lincoln. Beneath that top hat, dancing monkey. <laughs> Take fun that at, off. Fun, at, for the party. fun at parties, yeah. Things grew tense when Mary Todd, uh, with Mary Todd, after she busted him with Stormeth Daniels. <laughs> it's a tradition going way back then. Some things you probably didn't know didn't about know Abe that. Lincoln. His famous quote, a house divided against itself cannot stand, was the True. inspiration for many a Brady Bunch episodes. <laughs> many of them. Alice. Mercy, mercy, mercy. Top things you didn't know uh, about Abraham Lincoln, Shaw. His hands, feet, and head were all larger than average, so he got a lot of phone numbers. Uh, no, I'm number one. Have you tried number two? <laughs> Still kills me. Alexander Graham Bell with his phone in the balcony, and he's like, I'm number one. I made the phone, and I'm number one. Uh, top things you probably didn't know about Abe Lincoln. He battled chronic constipation, thus the unintended irony of Lincoln Logs. Oh, poop joke, Sean. It's a poop it. joke. Got it. I love poop jokes. It was always his dream to see his name on a car driven by rich old white dudes. Hey, it's a Lincoln. Hey, look. It's a Buick. It's a LaCrosse on LaCrosse Street in LaCrosse. Yeah. I can't believe that went. It's like, is that the first time that ever happened? First time somebody thought of it, I guess. Top things you probably didn't know about Abe Lincoln. Few more. He never once bought a mattress on George Washington's <laughs> birthday. I thought that's when you buy mattresses. He had distinct facial hair, so if he were alive today, he'd definitely work in a record shop or a craft brewery. Uh, and last but not least, uh, top things you probably didn't know about Abe Lincoln, our 16th president, who mm-hmm. was born on this day way back in 1809. 
He's the only person in history to have a worse time in a theater than you did watching Cats. Oh, ouch. suppose you can't really say too soon. <laughs> too soon? <laughs> I don't think he can say, yeah. Too soon, Sean? Too soon? I think you're okay. Ryan. Come on! Gene. Let's go! And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, really. These stories are always amazing to me. A bang to the head changed a Colorado man's life by revealing a hidden talent. He can speak in Latin or something? He can play the piano. Doctors say Derek Amato is one of the few people in the world who have experienced the rare phenomena called acquired savant system. Apparently some time ago, he was um, going swimming. He dove into the shallow end of the pool and hit his head. And after recovering from the accident, he was at a friend's house and walked over to the keyboard. And suddenly, without ever playing the piano before, he began playing and playing. The trauma had unlocked something unique inside his head. The acquired what? savant syndrome no, 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 no. has been described as when a tragedy turns you into a genius. The man cannot read music, but can play classical piano. How is huh. that even I don't a know. thing? It's, it's, it amazes me. It's one of those stories when you hear it where people get bonked on the head and they know Latin or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you, Speak another you truly do realize that we only use 10% of our brains. There's like all this stuff hidden away in there that we don't get ever get a chance to unlock because we just don't. We don't hit ourselves in the head right, or we just don't access those Yeah, but see, it's doors. stuff like I mean, that where it's like, okay, so he doesn't even know how to read music. Right. How could you then, how does it work that all of a sudden you have the Because it's in there, maybe. Says when he sits down to the piano, he sees black and white squares in his mind that tell him what to do. The keys on the piano. We've got all the data in there, Gene. You just got to find a way to unlock it. I'm telling you, that's what I, it's crazy, man. The Latin he thing sees is wild, black though. and white squares yes. that tell him how to play yes. classical music yes. in his head. I wish that would happen to me, and it would be Come lottery on. numbers. <laughs> right. Maybe they're like, oh, you picked these numbers. Something I can use. Yeah. That's just crazy. You can use that piano talent, man. You can start playing some gigs and make some couple bucks. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Whether it's romantic, whether it's practical, whether it's a nice gesture, you know, maybe you both agree that, like, it's a dumb holiday and you don't want to do anything. Just leave a nice note or something. You know, just say compliment her on her butt, you know, like, hey, it looks good. <laughs> so let me get some butter and take care of that for you. Excuse me? What? I don't know. Oh, I'm okay, just saying. Sorry, I saw it on the internet. Uh-huh. Fact or bullcrap, Shaw? What do you know about Valentine's Day? Probably not enough. Probably not enough. All right, here we go. Fact or bullcrap, Valentine's Day edition. The most common gift yes. given on Valentine's Day is... Chocolat. Is that fact or bullcrap? I'm going to say bullcrap. Uh, flowers. Flowers. Okay. Red roses, most common type of flower that uh, guys will buy. Fact or bullcrap? Okay. Valentine's Day edition. Here we go, Sean. Red roses, by the way, are the most common type of flowers mm-hmm. guys buy, but roses are the number one type of flower women want to get on Valentine's Day. Is that fact or bullcrap? Uh, they do smell good, Sean. Yeah, I think women like roses. That's a fact. In a survey last year, 48% of women said it's their favorite type of flower to get on V-Day. Tulips were second with 16% of the vote, followed by daisies, orchids, lilies, and sunflowers. Mm. They're happy. It's winter. Sunflowers. So far, you know a lot about uh, Valentine's Day, Shaw. Mm -hmm. Question number three, fact or bullcrap, Valentine's Day edition. Valentine's Day is a completely made-up holiday invented by Hallmark in 1913. Is that fact or bullcrap? Wow, well, doesn't have to do with the real Valentine's yeah. Day Valentine. It's the same Valentine. I'm going to say bullcrap. Hallmark started selling Valentine's Day cards in 1913 yeah. and helped commercialize it, but That's true. they did not invent it. It's been celebrated since 1537. Oh, yeah, there you go. Been around for a minute, Shaw. Yeah. Fact or bullcrap, Shaw? In Japan, it's customary for women 
to give men a gift on Valentine's Day, not the other way around. Is that fact or bullcrap? I hope that's true. Let's say fact. Hoo-ah! Valentine's Day, so popular there since the 1970s. Women have to buy guys chocolate. Men nice. don't have to do anything. Nice. I'm moving to Japan. <laughs> There's a separate holiday on March 14th called White Day where guys return the favor. Oh, okay. That's fair. All right. More power to them, I guess. So far, so good, Shaw. You got four out of four. You know a lot about Valentine's Day. Are you ready for the final question? I'm ready. Fact or bullcrap? Valentine's Day edition here on The Morning Sickness. Cupid has a last name. In Greek mythology, mm. his full name is Cupid Athenos. Is that fact or bullcrap? I have no idea, but it sounds Greek. Let's say fact. Oh, oh man. Man, you were so close, Shaw. We I really we did really did. That was good, though. No last name for Cupid. He's also not Greek. He's Roman, the god of I love in Greek. Mythology that. was Eros, or Eros, yeah. if you want to call it. But there you go, Shaw. You know a little bit. A little bit. 80%. I pass. About Valentine's Day. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Over the last couple of days, a lot of people have been saying FML. F my life. Mm-hmm. Got stuck in the snowbank. Plow truck. I just finished. Puck. He's like... Yeah, man, I hate to bother. I know you got a lot of stuff, but like the plow truck and it pushed the snow back. I already cleaned it, but it's, you know, now I got the snow bank at the end of my meal. I do know. And all these, you know, and that's kind of how it is. I get a lot of people that get in touch with me like, you know, hey, can you come on? <laughs> you know, like I had it shoveled out, but then the city came by. and But uh, a lot of people saying FML because of the snow. Here are the apparently top 10 most common times we say FML. Let's get weather's got to be on there. Is that on there? Weather? Uh, it, is, it is, but we'll start at number 10, and I was surprised at, at, at some of these not being higher. Uh, number 10, leaving the house in too much of a rush and then spending the whole day wondering if you left the stove or curling iron on. Or anything like that. Yeah. Smart houses now, though, right? You can get in touch with your stuff uh, on an app and, hey, Alexa, shut off the lights or, mm-hmm. hey, make sure the oven's off. I guess that would be the one time where that that smart stuff would be would come in handy. Car problems. Is that Someone a- pointing out a tag is still on your clothes. Eh, whatever. I don't. I'm, I don't, I don't know if I'd ever be that. like. Oh my god, FML. No, I wouldn't. I have a tag in my clothes. Right. The Californians <laughs> take the one hundred and five. Get back on track. All right, sorry, I got off track. FML moments are most common ones. Number eight, forgetting your headphones before a long trip. I will say that, not that I, not that I travel a lot, but the times when I've wanted to either watch something and have my headphones on and you know be able to listen to it or or just kind of zone out and not be around. It, it is. It can be. I don't know if I'd FML, but I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna. This one should be higher. Number seven. You know all about this. Dropping your phone in the toilet. Any phone things, I think. Yep. Any water phone destruction. Smash of the screen. Like any. Because it's thing. so much. It's become a part of my hand. Well, at this and point. then, yeah. Then you've got to do the insurance thing if it's, you know, <laughs> try to figure it out. Just, just again, for reference sake, number seven was dropping your phone in the toilet. Number six, FML moments that we have your umbrella turning inside out in the rain. See, I don't. Number one, I'm not really, uh, whatever. I'm not an umbrella person. Second of all, I. Yeah, it sucks, but I don't know. Okay. The phone, the umbrella's 10 bucks at Walmart. You're all right. You're good to go. The phone thing, like, now we got a problem. Are car problems on there? Spilling coffee on a white shirt first thing uh, in the morning is number five. Of, yeah. Big spill that happened to me the other day in my truck. I spilled coffee all over my leg. Luckily, I was almost done or plowing. Or any food, really. Uh, this one is big for you, Gene. Forgetting to charge your phone so your alarm doesn't go off. That's important. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I wake up late. And, oh, my goodness. What time is it? 
and again, that should be higher. These uh, these last three, uh, the top three most common FML moments that we deal with, uh, for some, I don't know, they don't they seem like they're too high to me. Number three, misjudging the weather and wearing a sweater on a hot day. I suppose that goes the same with a rainy day and you don't prepare or snow. Okay, any I kind mean, of weather. Any when kind you're of weather not misjudgment. prepared for it, like you wore regular shoes and then it snowed 10 inches and you didn't have boots to get home. Unless you are over-preparing like we did a couple mm-hmm. Tuesdays ago where they said we're getting 10 inches and we didn't get diddly-poo and everybody stocked up. And uh, Number two, forgetting your friend's birthday. I guess if they're a close friend, maybe a loved one, and uh, you know, and I don't know if I'm FML about that, but... And this one, this... <laughs> This is more just like a, I feel like an idiot. Number one on the uh, most common FML moments that we deal with, returning a wave to someone who didn't wave at you. <laughs> yeah, some of this stuff is way too insignificant for me to worry right. about. Like, like if I'm driving and my car breaks down in traffic, I've got issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. those, those are bigger things to me than that. For, me, on my for me personally, it's more uh-huh. like if I, and, and it's only because it's a thing for me. I don't know if any, I'm sure a lot of people deal with this. When you go to a restaurant and they say, oh, enjoy your meal. And you're like, yeah, you too. And then <laughs> I'm just like, you stupid ass. You dummy. Why did you say that, you moron? And I know it's coming because I've said it so many times, and I'm like, don't say this. And then I think my brain's like, hey, dummy, you should say this. And then I do say it, and then I'm like, you idiot. Right. They're not eating. They can't enjoy their meal. Right. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Well, it seems like there's a fine line between eternal love and attempted murder. A guy named Shankar Rai, who lives in India, was recently bitten by a venomous snake as he was asleep. After it happened, he knew he didn't have much time to live. So he asked his wife for one small favor before he died. Suck the poison out? Nope. He wanted them to die together to Uh -uh. be united forever. No. And she said, okay. What? What? So he bit her wrist to try to pass the venom onto her. (laughs) Oh, come on. That's not how it works, you dummy. When doctors got there, they rushed them both to the hospital. He died, but the wife survived. Oh, my God. It doesn't work like that. I don't want to do that, though. That's just... What are they teaching these people? Where where is he? (laughs) India. Oh, my God. They got to get better books in the classroom. What are they teaching? You don't get bit by a snake and then become poisonous? (laughs) Oh, my God. It's not the zombie apocalypse. It's not how it works. Oh, my God. Well, I don't know that I'm waking up from the middle of sleeping, knowing something bit me, and then I'm going to die, and then waking Mike up and said, hey, you want to die, too, and right. then biting him in the arm? No. Like, can't we call 911? Can, is there a doctor anywhere nearby? <laughs> is, is there a play? Can we anti-venom do I could take? Oh, Anything? Man. Please? Oh, my goodness. No, dude, you don't just... <laughs> You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. You know what Americans agree on that they do love, Shaw? What's that? Chocolate. Cheese. Cheese, yeah. Cheese. 96% Are we getting cheese for Valentine's Day? Wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be a great. Instead of chocolate? Shaped like a heart. Ooh. Heart-shaped cheese? <laughs> a big wheel that's Ooh. carved into a heart shape. Yeah, what kind of cheese? Cheddar? According to, ni- according to a, this survey, Shaw, 96% of Americans say they they love the cheese. They heart the cheese. Oh, yeah, I love the cheese. 41% say it'd be harder to give up cheese than alcohol or sex for a month. I don't know no, about that. About that. <laughs> I like cheese, don't get me wrong, right, but I, exactly. I, I have no problem putting the cheese aside for some sex and some alcohol. About one in four said they wouldn't date somebody if they also didn't like the cheese. Uh, deal breaker, I, huh? I don't know if it's a deal breaker, but I... I Everything that's good has cheese on it. I know, but that's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be tough, man. Where do you want to eat? I don't know. I can't eat. I don't like pizza. cheese. Well, how, yeah, how would you have pizza no pe- without yeah, cheese? Can, yeah, you yeah, can't. Cheese is pizza. It might be a deal breaker now yeah. that I think about it. Mozzarella. These are the 10 most popular. Parm, cheddar, brie, Swiss. Gure. 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 
uh, fat and Gouda, a provolone, and Monterey Jack. Hey, give me a nice aged cheddar, and I'm in there like swimwear. Yeah, there was a, there was no blue on here. Well, that's a stupid list. <laughs> I think people I think people have a hard time like with blue, blue cheese because of its funkiness. I know, but that's dumb. It has its place. So maybe not. Maybe some uh, a little cheese box for the Mary tonight, Shaw, yes. as, as an offering of, well of, of your love. Thanks, sure. Yeah. yeah, a nice seven, eight, nine, ten year old. The age more I think about it, I think I would. I would dump my wife <laughs> if she did. If <laughs> she all of a sudden was like, I don't like cheese, and it's not even a I can't eat cheese, which is okay. You have a specific a thing. Diet problems. I don't gluter, like it. You know, but if you're like, I don't like cheese, and what 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 happened to you when you were a kid? Who right. did who did you wrong? Yeah, you know what happened. Were you raised by some sort of weird Aboriginal tribe yeah, yeah. in the woods or something? I, don't, I, don't I mean, like. See, like... Shaw? So it does say love. She says love. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, before my daughter was getting ready to go to work, she was gathering a bottle of wine and some chocolates and leaving them on the counter with a note for her mother. And I said, You know, Valentine's Day is tomorrow, right? Yeah. And she said, This is Galentine's Day. Dude. Yeah, it's from Parkin Rec. Parkin Rec, yeah. yeah I can't believe you didn't know that shot. Well, I, I thought it was a that. huge thing at your put house. Two and two together, but I thought it was a huge thing at your house. It is. Well, that was very sweet of me, your daughter. Right, but you talk about how Mary is obsessed with Bark and Rex, yes. so I thought maybe you would know that. Yeah, well, I got some mimosas apparently. Let's set the scene here. We're on a first date, right? Me and Eugene. <laughs> okay, we're on a first date. We're at a restaurant. Okay, you've got a nice glass of wine. Yep, I've got a nice cold beer. Okay, we're about to order. Yes, and I say to the waiter, "Yeah, I think I'm going to have uh, the chicken parm." I love chicken parm. Okay. Why don't we, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of cheese. I would get up and walk away. Yeah, see, that's I would just I, leave. It might be at the end of it, like, that's that was the, that was that one date from Tinder, Shaw, and then we're not going again. I, I right. gotta say, I, I don't think know if you date when you're on Tinder. You just, oh, you you just, just okay. get in a car and do it, right, Shaw? Is that how it works? <laughs> you I think, me, you, I think you, I think it's you like date. like Uber, sex Uber. You pick them up in the car and... Is that how it works? Well, say That's what my lo- friends tell me, man. My young friends, people I know that are younger and Uber and do the <laughs> Tinder thing, man. They just all it the works time. for him, huh? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Are you addicted to love, Shaw? I am addicted to love. You are. Oh yeah. All right. Just like Robert Palmer. Valentine's Day is upon us, and a lot of cards being purchased for seven, eight, nine, ten dollars. Yeah, not me, sir. Not me. me either. Candy, flowers, expensive dinners. Hands up. And those cards, of course, usually have some sort of nice poem in them or some sort of nice words. These ones, however, Shaw, these mm. were the rejected Valentine's Day cards. Yeah, not ones, all of them are going to make the cut. Ones that didn't make this the is, cut. Yeah, you don't see these on the shelves. Rejected Valentine's Day cards here on The Morning Sickness. I bought you beautiful flowers mm-hmm. in a vase in hopes that you'll forget about me being in blackface. This, these didn't make it. I mean, in Virginia, big, big Timeless. sellers. Yeah, right. Timeless. Here, Timeless. here, not so much. Top rejected Valentine's Day cards here on the Morning Sickness. Our love's so deep, it's time you knew. Okay. I'm going to start leaving the door open when I go number two. <laughs> it's a comfort level. Thing. That's true love right there. Yeah, that Mary just crossed a threshold there. Top rejected Valentine's Day cards. The florist was out of roses. The store was out of candy. I hope this won't keep you from giving me a handy. I just come in there with that that, that question. <laughs> I'm certain this Valentine's Day will bring you joy because I got you a vibrating sex toy. Oh, well. 
thoughtful. Mm-hmm. That is, they're very thoughtful. Look, I, I can't. Happy Valentine's Day. Here's some alone time. Doesn't really need a card, though. I would agree. That's fine. Yeah, I don't need really a card for that one. It says everything you need to say. Top projected Valentine's Day cards. You had me at hello, but lost me at stop following me, you pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't destined to be. I love you, and I will stop telling lies, but you do have enormous thunder thighs. That's true. That's a truth. Probably keep that to yourself, though. That's a My test results are back. You might want a seat. Your <laughs> genitals are about to burn with really intense heat. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Should have got that. We got that shot. Valentine's Day rejected cards. Shaw here on the morning sickness. Few more. I made plans with the guys for Valentine's, Uh so please accept this romantic FaceTime. (laughs) (laughs) This is all you got. This is it. It's all about you, baby. I think you're cool, and I think you're woke. Oh, boy. But we can't go out for a nice dinner because I'm flat broke. Yeah. Reality sets in. My love for you knows no bounds, just like your appetite. Ooh, oh, man. snap. Ouch. Rejected Valentine's Day cards Ouch. here on the morning Ouch. sickness. Ouch. It's Valentine's Day, and I want us to hump, which is hard for you since I look like Donald Trump. Oh, oh man. This didn't make a card, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There actually might seller. be a card of that one. There might actually be one. Top rejected Valentine's Day cards, couple more. I'm glad that you're with me till death do us part, uh-huh. because now I don't have to hold in a fart. Oh, she loves you anyway. Right? And last one, Shaw, rejected Valentine's Day cards here on the morning sickness. I'm so glad I found someone to settle for. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sort of the meh I love of Valentine's money. Day cards. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, there you go, Shaw. And Mary and I high-fived each other last night and said, yep, we saved 12 bucks on paper products by not having to buy two right? Valentine's right? Day cards. It's crazy I how did expensive yesterday. I ran into somebody, though, at, at uh, the store that was buying them. She, so I round the corner, and I know her, right? And I, around the corner comes her husband. They were both Oops. there to buy cards. And they were Awkward. like, all right, well, why don't you just read the one I picked out? And then they put them back on right. the shelves and left. It was hilarious. Hey, the dollar store sells cards. <laughs> okay. That's all I'm saying. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. (laughs) No, really. And this story comes to us from England, but it may well be applicable here as well. The obesity crisis has been blamed for rapidly expanding busts across the country. Government figures show 36 double Ds are now the most commonly sold bra size. Holy moly. Yeah, back in 08, it was a 34B. Now, more women are a voluptuous 36 double D, the same size as curvy Kim Kardashian. Mm. Uh, some have linked this to obesity. They say dress sizes have gone up as, as women have increased their weight, and the breast is an appendage to the body, so it follows that bra sizes. Oh, man, that does not well. happen well, to have this big girl. No, it just goes on your thighs and your <laughs> middle region and your neck. So there's no breast. No. It, it doesn't grow. You put on there. a couple pounds, it doesn't no, go straight to your chest. Yeah, I'll eat, eat some more pizza tonight and bam. I got a 36 double D. It doesn't work like that. No, not my experience. That never works for the wiener either. You know what I mean? Us guys, we're suffering, man. That goes right to the gut. It never goes below the 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 Mendoza line. You know, it just sits there above the equator. Above the equator, yeah. Yeah, man. It's like the northern hemisphere up in here. The southern hemisphere gets no light, no, no, it's dying down there, man. In the shade all the time. That's not a thing for me. You're just getting big breasts no, all the time. I don't uh, know. It's great. And those tiggo bitties. Hmm. I'm not complaining about something. that. Can we get that pizza and bacon to go south for the winter? <laughs> What's up, Shaw? I don't know how it works for that. That's a special kind of growth. 
Is it something that we're not that we're not eating? Is something uh, no, you know? It's, I, don't, I don't know how to explain it, but it's happening. Well, some of them a bitch. Some bra companies are now pre- preparing to make K size oh. cup sizes. Hello, that's the K. average. That means yeah, that yeah. there's a lot more bigger than that. Yeah. Well, I do have big breasts. That's amazing. Can't hide them. It's really something. Thanks, Shaw. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh-huh. Double E. Double E. You got pictures? What are you looking at over there? Are you looking at pictures and not showing me? I'm always showing you stuff on the internet. It's just Shaw private time. We've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com.